and welcome to our SMI podcast. My name is Sophie Burke. My name is Nora Fenman. My name is Ashton Curtin. Today we would like to welcome past pupils and successful entrepreneurs of the lab, Hodge Guiney and Ian Tracy. How are you, lad? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks very much for having us. What was your favourite subject in school and why? Straight in there. Um, mine was definitely not business. Uh, <laughs> biology. Um, I suppose uh, it was for me just uh, I love the anatomy side of things and it kind of led me where I was today. Mine was definitely PE. <laughs> but then like as I suppose my leaving cert in business actually wasn't my favourite subject for my leaving cert. So I don't know I just found an interest in around the business side of things and I suppose that carried forward to where we are now. And then there's kind of a follow up question but who is your favourite teacher and why? Favourite teacher uh, would be Mr Frawley. Uh, just from, uh, from teaching me in construction, being just overall a great kind of inspiration and a very much a hands-on teacher. So he would be my, uh, my favourite teacher in the school. Mine was definitely Miss O'Sullivan because I would have never actually went on to do what I did in college if it wasn't for her. So that's why. And because I was like, Mr. Ryan, he's going to give out about this though because I was like looking at actually doing business teaching. Um, but I, don't know, I just felt like be a stable kind of job or whatever and I was kind of in sixth year and when you go through that phase in school where you're like you don't know what you want to do and I was in sixth year and Miss O'Sullivan was my year ahead and I just went in kind of chatting to her and I was like voicing my concerns about not knowing what to do and she was like what's the one thing that you feel like you're good at and I was just like sports I was like that's my passion and she was like why don't you do something in that and I went on to do what I did because of that so that's why she's my favourite. How do you motivate and maintain motivation with your clients? Um, we first of all we eliminate motivation from the equation and because motivation is just is an emotion that is never really there uh, what we do we uh, focus on is consistency consistency over perfection which is the most important thing because a lot of people going oh how do you stay motivated how did you like to even to get to where we were we were never motivated we were more driven by passion uh, and that is probably the most important thing is understanding where whatever your goals are motivation is not going to carry you there it's discipline it's going to be consistency and those two factors in life if you know that and motivation is just a feeling that comes and goes it's never ever you want it uh, if you just go back you know what i'm just going to get up and do it whatever the goals are that's going to be the most important thing especially with motivation because you hear that going oh will you motivate me it's not you uh it's focused on bringing back to the basis of discipline and consistency that's all we've been saying motivation yeah when did you decide to open up the gym and what was the biggest obstacle you faced in setting it up? Funny story about the gym. Yeah, so we, it was called after the first lockdown. Um, Never COVID, planned. Yeah, it wasn't planned at all in COVID 2020. Um, so we had nowhere to really train because we'd say the gym that we were working at at the time, you had to like book slots and stuff to train there because of COVID, because they were only allowed, we'd say, a certain amount of people in the gym at the time. And they were kind of like prioritizing obviously members which was fair because they were paying the money uh to train there so john who's our other business partner he had like his fiance had like a horse stable so we had like the opportunity to turn that into like as we called it back then the mini lab so we had like seven machines inside there and um, in a tiny horse stables and we were training there and the opportunity arose for us to like take over that kind of unit um in Ate where we started and we were kind of like, it was just going to be for us at the start to just buy machines and kind of have more space to train for ourselves. 
and then we kind of just slowly but surely people kind of PT clients started wanting to come out there because they saw what we were buying and because we kind of had like we had machines and not a lot of other gyms would have had so we kind of started bringing PT clients and stuff out there and it kind of just snowballed from there so it just basically yeah. started from having nowhere to train to kind of building it for ourselves and then because like that was always the initial thing was we wanted somewhere good to train for ourselves um, and kind of just went yeah just stemming from that I think that was the most important where people think we had this overall goal of actually setting up a gym myself and Paddy didn't I did like when I was like, like initially you, where yeah, did you want to be before COVID happened yeah like I, I was actually supposed to move to Australia so I had like my flights everything visas paid for for Australia I was supposed to go June 2020 but then COVID came along um, so I didn't even plan on being in the country um, I had always a goal of opening a gym at some yeah. stage of my life um, but I didn't expect to be 21 when I did it yeah. um, so I kind of was just COVID stopped my initial plans and then those plans changed so I definitely hope you want to share yeah. you know, I think the, the lab didn't develop into a brand it's just because it just started with three of us wanting to train that was yeah. that was the overall goal we just like training we loved uh, we loved machines and we bought our first machine and it just kind of stemmed from that and it was just like on a day to day basis we're like oh we'll get another for you yeah. and then people just started buying in because we started sharing our stuff on social media and then I'd say they bought into more of our journey rather than the actual kind of product of it. Yeah, definitely. And then it kind of led to where we are today in our new facility. So, start of a new chapter, really. So, how do you find staff that share your vision ethos? So, when the people that we brought on board with us, they actually, we never outreach for people. Uh, they start off as clients. So the first person we brought on board with us was Cloda. So I coached Cloda for two years and again, she learned from my methods and it, just seeing her grow from just being a college student training her in her past gym, uh, then eventually coming on board was, it was, it was just, we kind of knew, um, just more the face-to-face -face and interactions that she had. But any of any the kind of as you see coaches in our place now are clients so we'd have david massey was a past client of john's killian was john's you had shannon now we have dion as well so we all had like past uh clients who now just branch off to become coaches but why that is so powerful is because they say they share the same kind of morals and kind of ethics as we have as a coach and they have the same passion so we're not in this for money we're not in this for just overall just love of this and any of the kind of clients who kind of came up all over the ranks would say just kind of kind of replicated that and mirrored what we had as well and then we just had that talk between the three of us and we just brought them on as coaches then yeah, and then the week we always like we never had like formal job interviews like i've never worn a suit for a job interview in my life like you know so um, and yeah <laughs> like any of the people like as Liam said this we take on like we just see how they carry themselves in the gym and how they like approach to work with their own clients and things like that because that to me is a lot more valuable than how someone's CV looks because you could have the best CV in the world with how you carry yourself, especially in this game. I think within coaching people, like your people skills are like absolutely pivotal for doing very, very well in this because you could have the best degree, the best results in the world, but if you're not really there with like, and I think, empathetic with people because you have to understand that like the people that come in through the door they're they're not robots they have feelings they go through struggles and i think all of the lads see that and that they have really really good personalities for dealing with things like that 
Um, so I think that's why we took them on is because they just embodied what we did um, and they like carried themselves really, really well on the gym floor. So that's kind of why we took them on. Do you have any role models? Uh, yeah, our coach, Alan. So he's definitely one. And I think my parents as well, though, because they they just instilled hard work in me because like I would like they would they would have never came from anything I would have ne never really came from anything either like you know they both work jobs that they wouldn't have really loved to just provide for like me and my sisters and stuff and they were like if you keep working hard like it'll pay off and that's kind of like something that the three of us always live by is hard work eventually pays off like it might not pay off in a month or a year or even five years but it has to pay off eventually and and our coach Alan he's the same like he started just like we did PT and on the gym floor and now he has his own facility in Kildare and we kind of saw what he did and we were like why can't we do that down here so I think they'd be like the main ones I think yeah definitely the kind of traits that we would work on yeah. um, just turning up every day it's not easy uh, 6am to 10pm but um, it's as I said it definitely stems from our parents and we kind of replicate that between the three of us it's just we didn't get handed anything especially with the gym it was we're struggling for money yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis and any money we earned uh, we didn't spend on clothes, we literally pumped it back into the machine. I think it was just like, we divided between three of us and we kept doing that. And eventually there's the reward of people started buying in on us, um, which I think they got, they could see like, we love we used to post on social media, it's like a new machine, new machine. But what people didn't see behind the scenes is like, that was our last, last euro going into that, that last uh, thing that we, but you know what? It just meant more to us that rather than seeing like money at the end of the day, yeah, so it was just a hard work turning up like that. So, coming from role models, what advice would you give to young people who dislike how they look? Oh God, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'm comparison is the tea for joy. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I think it definitely stems from comparison. Um, social media it just shows the highs, uh, and it's it's it, it's. A very misleading place, like especially for you young girls looking up now in the industry, and we see it now. And they're, I want to look like X, Y, and Z. Um, a lot of that stuff you have to understand. It's just Photoshop. Yeah, there's yeah. angles. There's lighting. Um, I think younger generations should be more educated on this. Um, but what I would say is, it's just focusing on being the best person that you can bring, and looking at going, can I be one percent better than I can do? Be have been yesterday. Um, but it definitely seems like we're definitely tainted by social media. Uh, you can definitely see girls are trying to be someone they're not, and it, they'll eventually find that out in a couple of years' time. But what we want to do is start setting the right track of you know, normalizing being whoever you are, and kind of bringing it into the gym floor where having people who goes back to our traits, empathetic, and you know walk the walk and talk the talk in terms of where we would have done and we would have seen you have to remember like you're a one of one like there is you're the only version of you that there is there is no one else out there like you so and like definitely if you're comparing yourself to what you see on social media it's it's not a real life do you know that kind of way people don't see the struggles on social media um, and like even like people don't even see our struggles at times you know we everyone sees the highs they see the new gyms or whatever and things like that but like there was plenty of struggles along the way like me and the boys like we killed each other like we've had more fights and roared at each other more times but we're not going to put up on social media yeah me and the boys had a fight today do you know that kind of way so like definitely just focus on yourself and if 
because I know on my age definitely that was one thing that like drove me to get into this game was I always hated how I looked growing up because like like some of the boys that I were friends with in school were just absolute athletes you know all his friends were like Sean Ivins who was playing like rugby for Munster and like <laughs> he was like probably one of the smartest in the year like you know things like that and they, those were the boys I was surrounded by when I was in school and I was like like why can't I be like that but then I was just kind of I actually just started educating myself um, I won't say this like but like all I did was like I used to love going home and just watching something to do with fitness on YouTube like there's so much like good free information out there now and like even like that's one great thing about social media is there's so much good on social media as well obviously people talk about the, the bad side of social media but there's so much good out there too and just like if you're not happy about something don't start to like see how you can change that and as Liam said it's just like being that small bit better every day and so I was like alright I might read about the whatever it is maybe it's nutrition or maybe it's training in the gym or maybe I might follow someone new who seems like they do well in something like that so but always remember that you're just yourself and to just become the best version of you is the best thing you can focus on. A topic very important is mental health. Do you think going to the gym helps with mental health? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We're massively passionate about this. Yeah, because I feel like anyone that um, works on their physical physical health, it always carry o- carries over to the mental side of things as well. Because what I say, especially to like obviously we work with like a, a wide array of people but a lot of them will be like parents or other people who are working and things like that and my big question for them always when they start with me is like what's one thing you actually do for yourself because they're like okay they're like prioritizing their kids prioritizing their work and I'm like do you actually do anything for yourself and I'm like how do you expect your mental health to be good if you don't do anything for yourself whereas if I'm like if you start training every day and you know that you're waking up and you have like that one goal of like okay I'm going to have that hour for myself in the gym that you're like you're forgetting about work you're forgetting about all those day-to-day stresses it massively massively can benefit like mental health because i think that's the biggest thing with mental health is having to be like proactive about it and i think if you're doing something physical for yourself i think it definitely carries over to like mental health as well yeah yeah no i'll leave it at that because it just covers everything like even coming in but what the the standard we're trying to set is there's always people coming to the gym to have battles and you know the ability to talk to someone within the gym or like us or yeah. coaches is it's a powerful thing because it's just potentially someone's just lost and they're just trying to find their way um, and they might just attach to the gym and that might be the most positive thing ever because we have people coming in from very like hard backgrounds where they might be just looking on to to forget the past or trying to distance themselves from a previous thing that would happen and they would have found love and Kind of a reward in the gym because i said even like in your last instagram post it was more of the gym is the most fairest place uh if you give 100 percent into the gym you'll give 100 percent back but the mentality of a lot of people now they're going i'm giving 40 percent expect 100 percent back but if you give that 100 percent in you you always come out i don't know if you ever come out with regretting a yeah, session definitely. or you can just even more this like physical exhaustion will lead on to just more of a relaxation you know like even that form of exercise it doesn't have to be in the gym can just be form of walking cycling anything in between it's just going to have a positive benefit uh on the physical health and then having a, a direct correlation to mental health i think it's, it's a very powerful thing what was your greatest challenge personally or professionally and what did you learn from um probably covid i'd say in, in general like we came out of like as i said like we we're probably a few little luckier ones that came out of covid in like a good spot but it it taught us a lot because 
like none of us were businessmen. Like, and I think it's like when you say like entrepreneurs, I just find that hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm like, I just go out of the gym and train people. But I, like, I suppose you do have a business, and but we made every business mistake you can make. Like we, me and the boys, we all have like the same accountant or whatever. And he literally, he was like, what are you doing? Like, you know, he's like, you've done this all backwards. Like, and, and we did because we had no knowledge of this. As we said, like we were like, I was the first person in my family to have their own business. Like John was the same and so was Lean. So like learning about business and like taxes and all these things, like it, like it really causes you to be, to become an adult, do you know, that kind of way. So if I, anyone in school, like do your, do your accounting in school because it definitely helps. Um, but yeah, I think like COVID taught us a lot that like anything can happen, but we were just like, okay, you have to weather the storm and like keep pushing on it. And like, I think that just comes back to the, the passion side of things that we were like, okay, as Liam said, like we could have spent our last bit of money that we had to get that new machine, but we knew like that there were constant investments and that if people kept seeing us like reinvesting into, our, into the gym or like even like our, our own education. So like we would pay to go to seminars and like going to Manchester to these different seminars and things like that to constantly like and paying for books and all these extra courses that were outside of what we would have done in college to just make sure that we were constantly like leveling up as coaches they kind of stood to us and like I think that can be that was what COVID was for us was like okay this is a challenge for everyone and it's like we were we'd no jobs like because obviously the gyms were closed and they were like the longest industry to be out of work like when we were building the lab the first time like they closed us at Christmas so we'd been open for a couple of months and we closed and then it closed us again and it was six months from like January to June for the third lockdown we were closed and like obviously we had no members coming in no money coming in for memberships or anything like that then we were paying like the rent of, out of our own pocket like we still paid our rent through the whole way through and obviously we're trying to keep buying new machines and things like that we were just like okay how much personal growth is going to occur from such a hard period of time for everyone we were just like okay if we keep just keep studying keep you know working on our clients and things like that that eventually we would get to a place where COVID would finish life would go back to normal and then the gym kind of started to we saw the rewards in the gym then from there so I think that was probably my one no? um, my one I think is probably pre pre gym yeah. um, I actually started off in college I think it's about taking risks and understanding it's okay to fail and I think a lot of people should be taught this in school it's you know, the way failing is going to lead on to growth. And I suppose where we're brought up in a generation of having subjects to fall back on. And if you're, when you're going to do in your sixth year and you, you have CEO to fill out and you always hear from your parents or have something to fall back on. But instead of falling back on something, why fall forward? Um, have something and they're just taking a risk. So for me, I actually started off in college doing mechanical engineering. I did a year and a half of it. I did not like it, I was not passionate about it. I then took the year out, I became a plumber, which I absolutely loved. Um, and I understand- You said a great plumber, just <laughs> to let anyone know. If, if there's any few jobs out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I worked hard, uh, and I did the early mornings, I worked terrible jobs. I worked with a lot of, uh, <laughs> I won't even swear on this podcast, but I, I did a lot of stuff. Um, but my deepest passion was always going back to health and fitness. And I was 21 going back into college and I was terrified. And I remember actually crying at 21 and saying, mom, I'm going to be the oldest in college. And I went back to UL, did my sports degree and I, got, I did four years of it. 
and I came out with my bachelor's degree but it was just more of it's okay to change subjects or it's okay to follow something you're passionate about have that conversation with someone and just go for it because if I had that conversation with let's say my parents prior four years ago maybe I would be in a different position I don't know but everything I do believe everything happens for a reason um, but it's about taking risks and there's always a way of getting what you want at the end of the day as I say there's we were taught up to just back ways into different courses and everything like that but don't be afraid to just go for what you want to do and always think about instead of falling fall forward that would be my biggest thing and, and it kind of led me where I am today so what are your plans for the future with the gym um, so currently <laughs> obviously we're still only in the very early stages of being in Newcastle so at the moment the goal is to take over probably a second unit during the summer so where we are now the plan is to knock into the unit next door during the summer um, expand. and yeah, expand have, so have the gym double the size of what it is now and buy more we've more equipment ordered that we're like just kind of waiting to come during the summer um, so yeah just Double so, the amount of machines, double the size of the gym, double yeah. the numbers, just keep growing. Bring in a more communal base, like with more size, we just want just more machines. We want to bring in people to come in, have like a sit down cafe area, have the ability to buy coffee, things like that. I think it's just bringing that, for gyms, people are now realizing, do you know what? Uh, it, it's a community and we want to just make sure we're kind of instilling that and setting the standard with it with people come in 10 minutes early before the session and they might have a coffee and a sit down chat and they're filling out their log books and the same thing is they might stay after a session and they might have their post workout wheel and stuff like that and they're not just rushing in getting their session and leaving they're having a chat they're talking to coaches they're just overall as you said, it's just changing the lifestyle about it and not just focusing on oh I'm only living for the weekend because I think COVID taught us a lot about mm. that where like people are living for the weekend and now understanding health is a priority so why don't we just change the kind of root of it and go, do you know what, let's make a gym more of uh, a, a social outlet a for social people. Outlet, yeah. Because like, I think that's the way it has become now is people are starting to come to the gym and like especially it's such a young, you see so much of the younger generation now coming in and it's so great to see like is because when I was... 15 16 you had to be 18 to go to the gym and like that's obviously different now you can be like 15 kind of 16 coming to the gym now and to see like people coming up after school like meeting their friends and training because i was like i would have loved being able to do that when i was in school because yeah. that i knew i was so passionate about the gym ever before i was even old enough to go training in there and it's the same for people like after work they have that kind of outlet and they like see other people just working on themselves and i think it's just creating an environment like what I always said to the boys and me and the boys always said this at the start is we wanted the lab to be like a vibe instead of just a building with machines is like that no matter who you were or where you came from what your goal was that you felt like that the lab was home and like we, no, regardless of buying machines and making the gym bigger and things like that we always want, just want to instill the same morals that we started with within the gym of like no matter who you are that like you feel comfortable inside there because there's still there's always going to be a stigma around the gym that it's for big men with muscles but like we're trying to get away from that like and we even looking at it now we probably actually have more like female members in the gym as well than, than males and like you and it's great to see that people are like okay there isn't that stigma anymore and 
that anyone can come to the gym and feel comfortable and feel like they're in a positive environment and like you see the change the culture is changing that people like don't just live for going out at the weekends anymore because they can be like okay i can go to the gym i can still meet my friends there i can have a good transition go for a coffee after and you just feel so much better from it so that's kind of what we want to keep doing and just do it on a bigger scale than what we did before because we were always at it was kind of like I nearly considered at here just a limiting factor alone because of location. Whereas now we're we're in the town that we can have a bigger reach to more like younger people and and just kinda of keep doing that on a bigger scale and that's kinda of the main thing to do. Yeah. What does typical day off look like for you? What's a day uh, off? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't exist at the moment. Um I don't know. I see I don't I wouldn't see I don't consider that I work. Um because Every day is it's a, it's a different day because we mm. deal with so many like different people on a day to day basis um, that it doesn't seem like work to me. So I always probably do I suppose quote unquote some form of work every day. Um, but I suppose like Sunday is kind of like a chiller day for us. Um, and I call it set up Sunday. So any like new clients that come in, I like to do their setups on a Sunday. But that's kind of like my day off is actually still working. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both the same. And that's the way the tree was kind of work. And I suppose. Um, like as they say that saying goes like you know do what you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life yeah. so I think that'd be it yeah we try to keep Sunday like that Killian know he does Sundays for us so we try and have a day that we're kind of a bit more away from the gym and shopping yeah shopping <laughs> go do your setups and then go shopping that's a good day for us <laughs> boys Jews. what final advice would you give young people growing up I'm Oh, the take, take risks um, from my experience it's just take risks uh, don't be afraid to ask ask for help you know we're never too big for ask for help um, if you think you're the smartest in a room you're in the wrong room um, you know as I said it's like be obsessed don't just focus on talents you know be obsessed with what you want to do in life it's going to get you very very far um, I wish I learned that or very early on if I learned that at year age now I, I think we'd be all in a different position now um, and it's just I think that would be my biggest advice yeah um, yeah god it's so I should always struggle with this question um, yeah, I think it's just don't be afraid to go after what you're passionate about as well um, because like we live in the year and all that there's it's the land of opportunity that, that we're in and there's as Liam said there's so many different ways to go about being what you want to be like if you want to be a doctor be a doctor do you know that kind of man don't let anyone tell you otherwise because i like i was told before like that there was no money to be made in fitness do you know go off and do something with computers or whatever like there's anything wrong with computers i'm just not great with them like <laughs> but like just if you if you are really really passionate about something you can you can excel at that and you can make a career out of it and um, if you really really want that and just don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do something and if anyone does tell you use that as fire to go and prove everyone wrong because you can do absolutely anything that you want to do regardless of what age you are like you see we live in an era where there's like 16 17 year olds who have businesses now at this age or whatever so don't be afraid to just go and chase what you want to do because there's nothing to stop you doing it yeah. and Liam, thank you so much for taking the time to come in today and we wish you every best wish for the future thanks, thanks very much, much.